See in colour. 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 Welcome to another episode of the See in Colour podcast. Today we've got something a little bit different. Um, Adam and I sat down to have a chat about um, mental health awareness, uh, which I think needed to be addressed considering the time this episode has been brought out. Um, but not the, the sad parts, more the happy parts of, you know, leading a more happy life um, and positivity in yourself. Um, unfortunately, we lost signal. Um, towards the end of the chat so Adam signs off the podcast and he signs it off beautifully he sent me something in so thank you very much Adam for that I really appreciate that um, there's a couple of songs in the middle just uh, hopefully brighten up a day a bit bring a little bit of colour to the day so sit back enjoy the conversation enjoy the good music uh, and thanks very much big love today we've got um, an interesting one again um, they've all been interesting, I hope you find. Um, but we've got a gentleman that was on um, all the way back episode four. Um, we're now into a second season and this will be episode 26. So it's, it's come a long way, uh, probably hasn't changed too much, but um, it's been a bit of a journey. We've got a bit of a different topic um, for this one. Um, obviously, last week being Mental Health Awareness Week. Rather than it all being about um, thinking about the sad things that can come with mental health and, and the heavy things that come with mental health. I mean, it's good to talk heavy, but we want to go for the positive route uh, this week. So I thought, who better than to talk to the gentleman that started his own podcast, uh, Mr. Adam Williams. How's it going? Max, thank you very much for having me on again. It's a pleasure to come on and do like my right. second guest appearance second on this Second guest show. appearance, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, we've been be planning it. You. We've been planning it for weeks on end, haven't we? You know, just... I think I called you up probably three months ago and said, come on, we'll get you on for this episode. I booked it in the diary. Um, <laughs> no, I texted him. I gave Adam a call at like quarter past 11 this morning. Thought, right, that's the guy to do it. For those of you who don't know, um, the reason I thought Adam would be a fantastic advocate for this episode um, is Adam has begun his own podcast, uh, the Purposeful Pursuit podcast. I still don't understand how you say that well it's, it is time. a tongue twister but yeah. once you once once you got it ingrained it's kind of all right i know I'm, I, I say that i have re-recorded the start like the first three seconds of my podcast so many times because i've messed it up so many times <laughs> i guess if your if your head's not in it ready to say it what's, just... what's more funny is when someone during the podcast a guest is trying yeah. to reference the name of the podcast and they go purpose and they just look at me, but I can edit that out, don't yeah. worry. Like, literally, I, like reading it, you read it and you're like, okay, yeah. And then you, the, pur- the purposeful, I think it's the double P, the purposeful yeah. Triple pursuit. Triple P, isn't it? Yeah, purposeful, purposeful pursuit, podcast. pursuit podcast. Oh, it's a natural, mate, <laughs> a natural. Stand up or street down, they think they wear crowns 100 times over without a thought they're Get up. 
haven't listened i definitely recommend um going and checking it out um there's it's a huge kind of topic that you're taking on and undertaking with the podcast um a huge amount of avenues you can kind of go down like mm. i've noticed you going down the the very direct route of mental health also like the more spiritual and the the, the meditation and the stuff around that um so it, it's been it's been interesting to follow you on that because there's so many kind of rather than it being specifically about one topic around it it's like the whole thing so it's been really interesting to hear that it's um it's cool it's cool to see someone else do it as well it's nice kind of having like our own little community of like we do podcasts yeah, yeah. no I, I do like how you say it. it's, it's got lots of avenues because it does um when i went to started it i was like okay what am i going to do on oh, everyone's like, i'll find your pacific angle yeah. and I, I was thinking like success happiness like all these kind of mm-hmm. like buzzwords purposeful like i was like i can see how they're all in the same niche or angle but it's such a big avenue and i thought yeah. that's actually perfect because i don't think there is you know definitions of success or definitions of what makes you happy or what is a, a no. good life so i think actually covering all of the aspects in such a, a kind of open way you know yeah. hosting these kind of meaningful conversations um yeah for, for those that don't know what the podcast is about uh, we kind of just question what's important in life um we delve into the lives of interesting people and explore their ideas uh, of success happiness mm-hmm. and then actually some of the the mindsets uh, around trying to achieve the latter um so what we try and do is try and draw out some some practical value within each one so we kind of address a problem or, or talk about something and then kind of look at how people can actually listen to this and go i can take something away from it yeah no it's, it's fantastic and I, I think it's 
it's a really interesting one as well having the conversation with the person there because i think that's obviously like the difference between myself and yours is that i've been trying to get people on the show but a lot of my podcast started from me talking about music and kind of airing that out whereas it's sure. really interesting just almost sitting back like you're just watching a conversation happen that i think that's a re- that's why um podcasts are kind of a really interesting format because it is like you you kind of feel like you're sat in the room like evaluating this conversation between you and like a professional in that kind of department that you're talking about so, mm. so well, i think yeah. the best thing is, is i don't necessarily have to have all the knowledge all i have to do is ask the right questions ask the right and questions. hopefully the person sitting off me doesn't go doesn't just go i have no idea luckily i think so far everyone that's come on has, has been uh has some level of authority or expertise or even just a, a good uh opinion that's resonatable um to the listeners so yeah, yeah. all you gotta do is really ask the right questions and yeah. hopefully, the hopefully they're big talkers as well. <laughs> yeah there'll be there's nothing worse yeah. than if you got someone on that wasn't really a big talker and you're just kind of like oh yeah so what do you think about that oh you know it's all right yeah and you're just like <laughs> okay but no i get you i get you on that one you gotta just ask the right questions and then it, it does it naturally flows it does naturally flow For sure but how are you finding it like how many episodes you're in now is that the fifth Six. Well, so I've I've published seven, I believe, seven. but wow. I recorded the eighth last night. So I've done two this week. I have two done tomorrow. I have nice. two the week, the line up the week after. So I'm, I've just started a new job this week. So I'm, I'm trying to get yeah, a few episodes like, thank you, trying to get a few episodes like saved under the, under yeah, the it's a good idea, memory mate. file and then I give myself a bit of time off. Because yeah. um, then you don't yeah. need to do what we're doing now, which is literally to the bring last. Bring someone up two minutes before. <laughs> bring, bring it in. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good idea. So are you excited for the job then? Are you starting next week? started already yeah started already. I, I finished finished my first week uh, and i think this wow. kind of relates back to to the topic of of, of what we're talking about in terms of like yeah. the positive side of of um kind of life and kind of wanting to do something that that makes you happy because i think that's a very integral thing of of living a life is doing a career that you yeah. want you know how much how much of our time how much percentage of our week do we spend at work it's mm-hmm. around sort of 70 80 percent that's a lot of our yeah, time so we want to do something that we find uh, engaging we want to find do something that we love something that we're good at something that we can get paid for mm, essentially as well that's a, that's, a, that's a key factor in there um and that's how i ended up in the job i'm in now so it's a business development executive role essentially it's a salesman uh, yep. for a technology company but uh you know i've spent the last four years studying building surveying and i got to the end of it and there was this feeling inside of me that i couldn't ignore it was a recurring thought i call it the intuition or your gut that said Mm. i didn't want to do that there wasn't one bit of me that did and i think if you can know acknowledge those feelings and then actually at some point take that step take that risk in an economy right now which is pretty shocking to say i'm going to turn down that generous job offer that i had with a building surveying company and actually just kind of like reach out there and see if i can find something that aligned with me more and and i think that i see a lot of people that will you know maybe not be able to take that step or even realize that that step is a step that even exists yeah Um, and then they spend their lives then in in a career and a job that isn't necessarily aligned with them right now no and it's i think the stigma we're starting to address this stigma of you know if, if you had someone sort of 40 years ago that didn't follow like the kind of the business path the job path or the path that was set out but to them by their parents and kind of took the the scarier gamble i.e going unemployed when offered a job to pursue their happiness rather than 
something that will set them up for life. There was always a stigma around that thinking like, oh, you know, they're off the rails. They're doing this, that mm. and the other. I think we're slowly kind of breaking that down in terms of our impression on that. But at the same time, it doesn't make it any easier for those people to make that decision. Mm. You know, to make that Do you step. know what? It's hard enough trying to identify what it is you want to do. I think what we have to remember is there's no... There's no age on this. There's no time. There's there's no there's no set time, but that you have to make that decision. You know, you see mm-hmm. a lot of successful people that have no idea what they're doing until 35, and now they're you know CEO of their their dream company, or they they just have a job that fulfills them in every every way, as well as giving them time with their family. And you know, mm-hmm. I think we've got this perception in society maybe that there needs to be an age limit on this. You know, yeah. by 25, you need to have a rough idea. By 30, you should be looking at kids. Like, but those things. Yeah. are just a societal construct yeah. that we put together that doesn't it doesn't mean anything no. but when that's how we've been brought up that's the traditional binary thinking of what a successful life is it's yeah. hard to ignore that Massively. and what comes with that is the kind of pressure of thinking shit i can see all my friends i can see everyone else you mm-hmm. know doing this that and the other and you start to compare yourself to others and then that's when you can get on a trajectory of um, feelings of jealousy, feelings of resentfulness, feelings of fear, and that's yeah. what creeps into the kind of poor mental health side of things. This may be sound, but none like you will be understood, cause you're the truth. Give me a few more of the blue. Colors conquering the world for you I keep my eyes wide open so I can see you disarrange I'm falling away But if you escape suddenly burn Remember that your truth is always worth seeing You're like a firebird in the sky Shining for a jammerer in the night Just like a fire, it's your heart It keeps me warm and anchored And it's time You're like a firebird You're like a firebird Courageous wings make things go far
yeah i definitely think i've had my fair share of that this year with um i've been at a constant battle with myself in terms of thinking like shit i've done uni now that's it three years of uni done for a course that technically all right i'm at degree level but the specific the specific course of history isn't going to put myself into a job avenue and the feeling of kind of thinking i could have done it this way i could have done it that way and it's too late now to go about a change i've kind of you know made my bet i bed i need to lay in it and it's kind of like a it's a really scary concept because you kind of you know they or your parents always say like oh time goes the, the older you get the quicker time goes and it is one of those things where it's like i think it only starts becoming apparent that like you do only live once in a really non-cheesy way like you literally all right not to the the minuscule things of like do you want to go to the pub tonight oh i'm feeling a bit tired maybe i should have gone to the pub because i would have enjoyed myself yeah. about the house but in terms of the you only live once and you know you've kind of got to rather than suffering um in a position because it's a bit of a simpler choice making that kind of risk and that jump for the sake of your longevity of happiness rather than you know that the, the um, the smaller things, although the small things are very important as well. I know your brother touched on that on your podcast. Like the, he called them um, micro, successes. micro successes. Yeah. yeah, and I really like that. That kind of really resonated because I think like that's a really good first step. I think that for someone like sitting here now, listening to you saying you've got this job that you you know you've taken that leap. I'm sat here so happy for you, but also jealous because I'd <laughs> love to be in that position. And I think it's one of those things where anyone who isn't in that position hears someone say take the leap and just go for what you love and it's like yeah but you can say that now because you're there whereas like mm. in that position you go through months and months of racking your brains about how trying to make to find that out jump what to do. Uh, trying to make that yeah i was talking to a friend um yesterday about this and we said that the scary thing is is that it is more prevalent that people are saying like follow your heart and do what you love because you can do it if you set your mind to it but you're seeing more and more of those people because of social media and it's giving this almost like gross expectation that you just set your mind to it and it happens mm. but there's also this kind of like not cold harsh reality because that sounds dramatic but like this reality it is. is like yeah it you is. still you still need to pay your bills mm. you know what i mean you still need to eat like you can't do you can't work effectively and efficiently on no sleep and like things like that start to creep in and you know you want to you want to spend time with your family you want to spend time with your loved ones you want to spend time with your friends and stuff like that and all of a sudden you're like i I don't have the the minerals to kind of do that (laughs) don't have the petrol (laughs) no literally but like okay so for you then coming from a position now you can say you know hopefully you are now on a trajectory that you're Mm. you know you are achieving some sort of happiness now currently and also future but how long did it take you to kind of steer through all the kind of what am I doing groveling and stuff like that to then yeah. make a jump? So, so I've, I've got a few answers here. Um, I'll quickly touch on how the micro successes uh, mm. are really good. Um, so micro successes, success to me isn't really an end result or an outcome. It's more of the journey. It sounds cliche, but like that does seem to be a common theme across the podcast. And it's about actually trying to recognize those micro successes as much as possible. Mm. 
being grateful for them celebrate those small little wins and as you start to think about those small little wins and as you start to be grateful for them you know your, your thoughts become your actions and you then start to get more of an abundance of those micro successes and they start mm. leading to, to bigger success and bigger success you know it's kind of an exponential process from there um but yeah like you said about the how have i orientated myself to find a job that i actually like um, and i have thought about this a lot and I read into something called Ikigai. Have you ever heard of it? Never heard of that. Ikigai is a Japanese concept. There's actually a book on it as well. Um, I didn't read the book. I just took the learnings from it. One of those little cheat sheets that you get. Um, And essentially the Ikigai, and it kind of helped me um, get to where I am in terms of choosing what I want. And the Ikigai is almost like a big Venn diagram with quite a few little uh, kind of like circles or shapes on it. And in the middle is your Ikigai. And by Ikigai, it means a... Um, Ikigai is a reason for being, a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And what it does Mm -hmm. is it encompasses four elements. So you have four questions to ask yourself to help you identify your ideal career. And the four questions are, so you write a list, uh, you write down, what do I love? So you write down all the things that you love. Then you ask yourself, what am I good at? So you write a list and you put all the things that you're good at. And then you ask yourself the question, what can I be paid for? Mm Mm-hmm. What does the, what can I do that actually adds value? And then you ask the question, what does the world need? So you've got this, what am I good at? What do I love? What can I get paid from? What does the world need? And then as you write down these lists, you put them in a Venn diagram and what you'll start to notice is a few of them start to overlap and the ones that overlap the most and the ones that can sit in the middle called your Ikigai. If there's someone listening right now and they have no idea what I'm talking about, I have actually made this into a worksheet. Oh, so I've, I've written out this and I've got a little spaces for you to, so it's on like a Word document. Uh, I set it out with some like descriptions of how you can, how you actually follow it. Um, yeah. So if you do do, if you do want it, then get in touch either through Max or through my Instagram at Purposeful Pursuit and I'll happily just send over the worksheet. And yeah. it takes a few hours just to, to kind of work through, but it really does start giving you an idea of, of, of a career that you can then really align yourself to. Yeah.
welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Before we jump back into the conversation, just want to say that um, my sister Rosie recommended this one. She said it's a bit cheesy, but Mamma Mia is such a feel-good film. Whenever I watch it, it makes me feel whole and happy. It's also a soundtrack my friends and I put on uh, if we pick a, pick me up for a dance. Um, an all-round happy song. One other way, I think, you know, yeah. apart from sitting down and doing a worksheet, which doesn't sound too interesting, do you know what? It's it's about following your intuition. Yeah. Having, you know, I mentioned that gut feeling, that reoccurring yeah, yeah. thought. When you do have those reoccurring thoughts that like, it's not a logical, you know, it might not be a logical uh, sort of decision to make. If you've just got that feeling inside your gut or that, that, that urge to, to do something different, then, then start listening to that more. Don't yeah. necessarily follow it straight away, but, but start to listen no. and try and understand what it is your gut's saying to you. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, although I've, I've noticed with these kind of conversations when you have them about like life and how to go forward and thinking about happiness and hope, you more often than not end up saying, oh, it sounds really cliche, but, and <laughs> yeah. I think the more and more I've kind of opened up to these kind of like ideas and um, this kind of thought, forward thinking, is like that's why they're cliches because they make so much basic sense it's too simple it's it's, it's literally yeah <laughs> literally because the the, the cliches are literally how someone has managed to sum up something in black and white that mm. and that's why it's, and a it's cliche and it's free you don't yeah. pay money for it it's not expensive it, no. it's not it's everything's obtainable it's with yeah. you right now yeah and therefore it's cliche because it's too simple like when people say follow your heart that's basically like saying your head saying go and make money because you need to survive go like you know start having things together by 25 have your family by 30 your heart is maybe not necessarily your heart but it's your gut your like you said your intuition to kind of say all right what I'm going to do is I'm not feeling too good here. And I keep on having these reoccurrences that I'm really not kind of pursuing my full expectancy of life. So I need to do something to enable me to like take that further. And I think that's really what kind of um, like in terms of, yeah, like head and heart following your heart, even that cliche makes a huge amount of sense when it comes to like positivity and like pursuing that kind of happiness.
essentially this kind of following your heart is, again as Lisa says it's about self-awareness mm. it's about again i'm trying to listen to your gut it's like the self-awareness it's hard to describe what it is i guess but it's about trying to listen to yourself trying to be aware of of what actions you have what patterns you have and identifying which one of those make you feel good and mm. which one of them those actions or thoughts or whatever it may be don't make you feel so good yeah. you know being aware of them being aware of where you're putting your time and energy uh, and as you start to tap into that that self-awareness you understand your emotions a bit more and and by emotions you can also mean that gut feeling or that kind of what your heart's saying for what you want to do massively yeah and i think that the first step with that is being honest with yourself in mm. terms of not just the good things, but also the bad things. Like if you, if you say have a trait, like maybe you are, you, you, you keep on reminding yourself and you're like, shit, I can be really selfish sometimes. Like not, I might be really empathetic, but mm. I can be really selfish sometimes with some things and I can be lazy and it's not, identifying those things in order to bring you down and beat yourself up it's to identify those things to then say right okay i know i'm lazy that's okay but i'm not happy with that so i'm going to make a change rather than identifying it and going i'm lazy i hate myself because i'm lazy i'm still lazy that's bringing me down it's such a bad problem like what do people think thinking being honest with all parts of yourself good and bad and then molding yourself to what what you want from that you, you know can what I see mean? those, yeah. You can see those when you identify those thoughts, patterns, or actions. Use that as an opportunity. You're like, yeah. like, like, celebrate that. Like, yes, I, I've just gained one percent of like self awareness, whatever. Because I've, I've mm. now realised I'm doing it. Mm. Use that as an opportunity. That that's like a level up for, as an opportunity for you to then do something about it. Yeah, massively. Because you can't. It's going to be impossible as a person to be able to pursue happiness outside of yourself if you're not happy with yourself and i think that's that's something that i don't think is very easy to do when you're young either um i don't know why i think i've only started noticing like when i look at my mental maturity even in the past year i've changed so much because of past experiences and stuff like that and it kind of also being able to kind of sit down in my own thoughts and address myself and be honest with myself and not only address the good bits and be like, right, I'm happy with this. I, I, I like this part of me, but then also going, I don't really like that part of me. But instead of going like, that's the way I am, or I'm really unhappy with that. Just thinking like, okay, how can I actively change that and kind of have it in my head that when you go to do that bad thing, you're like, no, I need to do you know what I mean. And then once you have that happiness, that core happiness with you, you then have happiness to give out and positive, a positive impact to put out for everyone else. How do you think um, once you've got the, the recognition or understanding that, that you've got this thing you don't necessarily like about yourself, how would, how would you say that you can make an actual change about it? Because I, I, I just tried to think of an answer to give you, but yeah. I, I couldn't think of it off the top. No. But I think we, could, like, we can kind of discuss that. I think... It's, it's difficult because it, it, it depends on what it is, doesn't it? I think for me, I definitely find myself uh, laziness in terms of um, sometimes it being that even like friends saying, do you want to go to the pub? And I've put my trackies on and I'm like, 
I've literally put my trackies on. <laughs> I just want to sit and watch. I was, I literally, do you know what I mean? The thing is, like, that's okay as well. Like, it's okay yeah, to be yeah. lazy sometimes. It's oh, okay massively. to be selfish, particularly with work. Yeah, uh, or like massively. career progression even. But I think that it's the way, the way you kind of change it, I guess, is, is, is active thinking rather than passive thinking. Mm, proactive. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, so when you're lazy, don't give yourself the excuse of oh yeah but i've had a hard work at like hard day at work today you either you you chill out and you you don't lie to yourself and say i i I need to justify by this just say i'm going to chill out and i can chill out that's fine or you proactively think right i have two options here and i know that as soon as i get to the pub with my mates i'm going to love it and normally what i'd want to do is justify sitting at the pub have to tell porkies to all the boys because i'd say like oh mum's got the dinner on and it's gonna be ready in 10 minutes or oh mm. i've just done this and that and so proactively addressing it do you know what i mean and then from 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 that you can then start to if, if it's if it's in the back of your mind proactively you can actually start to address it mm. do you think i think for me, just hearing you, you speak about that, and I think the first thing that kicked into me is actually once you recognize that you need to make a change is saying to yourself and making a commitment to yourself to make a change. I, yeah. I think that before you can actually make a change, you need to make that commitment to yourself Massively. and you need to build up some, some discipline around it or some uh, accountability around that. And Massively. you know, whether that, whether it's a small commitment to yourself because essentially the commitment is to become a better version of yourself you know you're yeah. committing to you know upgrading yourself to to just you know bumping yourself up by a couple of percent or however you like to think of it yeah um, you know it's that like you said conscious or, or proactive commitment to become a better version of yourself and it doesn't Absolutely. matter whether whether you've been lazy for the whole of your life and, and, yeah. and you've always done a pattern or a thought like that doesn't that doesn't exist the past doesn't exist anymore the only thing that matters right now and what we live in is the present yeah that's why it's called a gift <laughs> there you go oh i um, love it after the cheese unfortunately that was where the video um call started to cut out fortunately adam sent in a, a wonderful little bit to end the episode there so thank you very much for listening um be sure to check us out on c.in.color um on instagram and it's my pleasure to leave this last little two minute clip of adam signing off the podcast give it a listen Cheers, guys. Big love. So to finish off the podcast, I will finish with a final piece of advice. And this advice hopefully can kind of help you form a new mindset to overcome any previous, uh, previously bad experiences that you've had. And the advice is, or the technique even, is called reframing. And reframing is essentially looking at a past experience and trying to reframe it to try and find any positives or opportunities from that and then shifting to a mindset of gratitude for that experience because it's made you who you are today um so if you if you think of a situational experience that you've been in your life uh, that maybe causes you pain or fear and then look to reframe it so ask yourself you know what did i learn from this maybe you became more resilient or more confident or more able to understand or even express your emotions you know, whatever it may be recognize it and then use that to reframe 
the previous experiences, you know, and then shift to that mindset of gratitude for that and know and have faith in the fact that they've, that's what's made you who you are today. And I promise then life will seem just a little bit more colorful, or I should say you'll be able to see in color a little bit more. <laughs> uh, so without rambling on too much, I've been Adam Williams on the See in Color podcast. Max's internet is shit. Uh, but if you did want to get in touch with me or learn more about the Purposeful Pursuit podcast, then uh, search it on Spotify or Apple, wherever you normally go, or find me on Instagram on at Purposeful Pursuit podcast, shockingly. Um, if you're also, if you're interested in the Ikigai worksheet, then pop me a message and I'll be more than happy to send that over. And to give a final song now to close out, I can't think of a better song to close out this episode than by a song by Mr. Bob Marley himself. And this is Three Little Birds. Morning.